Welcome to the Druids Grove, where we discuss all things related to Druids, their history, current day practices, and how to build a deeper connection and relationship with the earth. I'm so glad you're here. If you find what I have to share helpful, please subscribe and share with others that may enjoy it, and check the show notes for more information. Come on in, relax for a bit, and I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Druids Grove. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about kind of bringing it all together. So kind of looking at Druidry as a day-to-day practice and how we can apply it to our daily lives. So over the course of this podcast, of course, we have talked about so many different things. um, And these things range from spiritual uh, approaches, spiritual aspects, to philosophy, uh, to various rational and objective concepts, uh, to personal experience. Uh, We've talked about the use of magic, uh, the senses, um, mythology, all these different kinds of things, everything in between. We've talked about these things. So why do we talk about all of this in Druidry? How does it relate to Druidry? And if we take all of these concepts and and so much more that we have not covered in this podcast, what are we supposed to do with them? How do we use them? You know, what, what can we do with all of this information and all of these different types of practices um, that are tools that we can use to interact with the world around us? Well, we just... That's what we do. We do just that. We take these concepts and we go out into the world and we use them. And so one of the main goals of Druidry, um, if we, if we, I want to kind of take a step back and and look at Druidry kind of from an aerial view, um, you know, one of the main goals of Druidry is to build a spiritual practice that you can use every day wherever you are. And so the point of this is not to build a practice that you only use one day a week in a building. You know, like, um, you know, you set aside this one specific hour a week where you go and you do your druidry, and then the rest of the week you're just kind of stuck in your regular human mundane world. But this is something that you can use every day, everywhere, all the time, wherever you are. But if we think about it, why would we want to do this? You know, maybe, maybe this takes up too much brain space for some people or takes up too much time. Maybe some people want to just have one hour a week where they set aside and they read a book or they say some prayers or do some meditation or some path working, you know, and then they can they can feel like, okay, I've done I've done some work on my druidry and then now back to the real world. And that's that's kind of the point is um, in druidry, we, we don't want to separate things. Druidry becomes kind of a fabric of reality that you work with all of the time. It's not something that you do it's something that you live and something that you are so if we look at druidry and we have this constant relationship with our environment wherever we are you know in all of these different ways we're able to have a deep spiritual existence and experience that brings joy and beauty and gratitude to our lives in every moment so it's not just about having a this nice wonderful spiritual experience once a week this is about having a being able to access a wonderful beautiful spiritual experience all the time anytime you want to so if we think about it um, you know we can we can use druidry to bring beauty and gratitude to our lives every moment rather than you know reading a book and thinking about something 
or, or, or uh, you know, looking at it as an intellectual exercise, the point of Druidry is to get out there and do it. It's an experiential exercise. So thinking about things does not change things. So if I'm, you know, contemplating, um, you know, the interconnectedness of nature, yes, that helps me to feel connected. It helps me to feel as part of the universe. But actually getting out and doing something and physically being in that environment and participating in this experience, that's what actually allows change inside and in the world around you. You know, so you can think about philosophy and spirituality, uh, deity, uh, the elements, the mythology, the trees, the plants, animals, and all of it. But unless you actually use it and interact with it, you aren't going to be able to fully experience what Druidry can do for you. And I remember, um, just a brief story, I was doing, I completed the Bardic grade, <clears throat> and uh, in Obad you have a mentor and you write to the mentor and they ask you some questions and you talk about your experience and I remember uh, in my review I talked about um, you know I, I didn't really physically do much of the ceremony and the actual practice of Druidry at that time I was just kind of and I told her that and I you know I kind of regretted it but I was wanting to be honest and I said you know I, I, I read through the ceremonies I kind of did them in my mind uh, I, I did feel a you know a good benefit and effect from them and and she responded and said you know I would I can't you know obviously tell you what to do but I rec recommend that you actually physically do the ceremonies and participate in these things you know even if it's just on your own in individual practice and you'll get so much more out of it and she was 100% correct so that's kind of the the message in in, in the section that I want to talk about you know so um, in Druidry we have this structure as well we have um, ethical principles. Um, we have um, a formality and a format with ceremony. Uh, we have phil philosophical, mythological, and other types of ideas. And we bring all of this to our physical bodies, and we have our physical bodies and our senses that we can use to interact with our environment and connect with all of these um, kind of intellectual and spiritual principles. And for some people, this may be difficult. Maybe they live in a city where they can't get out into nature very often. But we've talked about this. Um, wherever you are, you know, you can see the sun or the clouds. Um, you can feel the air around you. Um, you can feel the water, you know, when you're washing your hands. You know, maybe you're at work and you go to the bathroom uh, just to take a brief moment to yourself and, you know, turn the water on. You can feel the water. Think about the water. Where did this water come from? You can look at the water inside of you. Um, you know, and you know, wherever you are, you have your body with you all the time. So, I've mentioned before, our body is the universe expressing itself. So, you know, we mostly fit, think about the physical form of the body, and you can access that at any time. But we also have the energetic form uh, that we've talked about. We have the spiritual form of the body, and in the, the mind, and the soul. Uh, you know, and all these other different forms that we are able to interact with and express. And we are able to access these different energy expressions in different forms. Uh, we can look at the elements, the principles of Druidry at any time simply by looking at our bodies. And, you know, at the same time, external to us, uh, we are able to consider the elements and deity and other aspects of Druidry 
uh, druidry. Um, but the point is, all of these different things that we have access to and can interact with, it's important to make it a regular part of your day. It's, it's important to make it a routine to help you engage in your practice daily. You know, and ideally you want to do this every day, um, and you want this to be near where you live so you can access it and get to get to practice it daily. <clears throat> you know, you don't have necessarily have to go to a local park. Um, this, this is a practice that you can do in your home. You don't have to leave your home to practice your druidry. You can bring the elements into your home. You can bring the outdoors inside to, into your home. And, and, and this way you're able to stay in contact with nature. So the idea is that druidry is not about making a pilgrimage or a journey, you know, or a spiritual quest to some external location to be, to be able to engage with your druid practice. You should be able to access it and do it and practice it every day at any moment at any time. And, you know, if you're only able to engage with it from time to time due to time constraints, um, it, that's okay. You know, whenever you have a moment, try to try to access it and participate in it. But if you only, if it's something that you only think about or do once a week, once a month, um, it kind of loses its significance and it loses its effect on your being and on how you view the world and how you interact with the world. So we've also discussed many different ways that you can get outside of your home and engage with your local environment and your local area, you know, being in nature. Um, you know, whether you're in the countryside or in the city, you can access nature in any of these environments. And I just, I want you to try to work to find a way to engage with your local area and to help strengthen your druidry. You know, we've talked about the dandelion in the sidewalk. Maybe that's all you have access to. Or even a potted plant in your crowded, busy, noisy, loud apartment in the city. But that's a way for you to be able to get in touch with nature and to, to work with your druidry. Um, of course, you can also go inward. You can work on path working. You can do meditation. Uh, you can pray to your deities. Um, you know, and there are just so many different ways that you can work with um, all these different aspects of druidry. And as far as your local area, you can also get out and work on habitat cleanup. Maybe you go to a park and pick up trash, or you go uh, join a tree planting program or something like that. Um, you know, using our senses every day. Uh, these are other ways that we can work with our druidry. We can simply um, think about the philosophical and ethical aspects of druidry at any time. Um, we can think about the mythology and deity, you know, however you, however you want to work with your druidry and you're able to access it every day, it's very important to do that and develop that and to make it a, a daily practice. So as a druid, you have these varying perspectives and different approaches, uh, and you can choose which path you want to go down or which tool you want to use in your druidry at that moment. But the most important thing to do, which I've discovered, is to just start. You know, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I have been a person in my whole life that I, I try to approach things from an intellectual level. I like to read. I like to think about things. Um, I play with them in my mind. I have never been a person that was comfortable uh, getting physically involved in something. Yet, you know, I did sports. I like to exercise. 
but from a spiritual practice. So, you know, doing ceremony or getting into nature, um, you know, uh, I, I always followed the path when I went mountain biking or walking. And for me, for whatever reason, I, I never even considered that it was possible for me to get off of the path uh, to do ceremony. You know, these are things that other people did. And I had this kind of weird, jealous relationship or, or, or jealous feeling that I wish I could do that. And it wasn't until I just started actually doing it that the, the whole world of Druidry opened up for me. So if you're one of these people that is like me, that is, you know, very intellectual and you like to read, um, or, you know, even emotional, like you love looking at birds and you love animals and you love seeing plants and you love looking at the sunrise, but how are you, how are you interacting with these things? So, so, you know, get out there and just start however, however that is. And it may be as simple as walking down the sidewalk and seeing a tree and you stop and you touch the leaves and you touch the bark and you think about it and you think about you know, all of these things that we've talked about. What kind of tree is this? What does this tree represent in Druidry? What is the mythology behind this type of tree? What season are we in? Where are we on the wheel of the year? Um, you know, all these different things that you can see and, and, and interact with just by stopping and standing next to a tree, you know, on a crowded, busy sidewalk. If we don't start, you know, then we, we don't really make progress and grow. We kind of get stuck in this intellectual loop. Um, where we're just consuming information um, without a plan or without a goal. There's no end goal if you're just consistently consuming information. There's no progress. You just kind of get stuck in the loop. Um, you know, and so that can make you feel like you're stagnant or stuck or like, what is the, you know, what am I doing with this? What's the purpose of this? Yes, I'm reading all of these things and I'm learning about all this, but I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. And a lot of times that's because you're you're stagnant. So you need to step out of the box and do something outside of your comfort zone. So this whole process for me, um, you know, I was about a year and a half into Druidry. I was halfway through my Ovate grade. And I, I can't remember if I told this story, and it's on the YouTube channel, but there was a, a, a Celtic uh, festival, Celtic Appalachian Celtic festival. And these two guys had a little tent up <clears throat> at, a, at an outdoor festival. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I went over and was talking to them. And my wife encouraged me. She said, you know, you should talk to them about, about Druidry. And I was like, oh, gosh, no, I can't do that. You know, I, I, I'm, I, that makes me uncomfortable. What would I say? How, you know, what would I even talk about? And, and I was thinking about it, and I was just like, you know, I just, I'm feeling drawn. Like, maybe this is something I should do. And so I just went over, and I said, you know, I'm a Druid, and the Druids come from kind of Celtic backgrounds. And, you know, if, if you guys are interested... Uh, I would like to give a, a talk on Druidry at your Celtic festival. And, and that was terrifying for me. I was so scared and so nervous. But it was like doing something outside of my comfort zone. And what that did is it really helped me to get more involved in my own Druid practice. And I was like, I need to know what I'm talking about. I can't just, you know, intellectualize these things and not live them. I need to like live them and understand them and, and really connect with them and be able to show other people what it's about. And so... I just set my phone up, you know, leaned it on the laptop while I was giving this presentation. And that's the first time, uh, and it's on my YouTube channel, that it's a, a live video, that I'd ever talked to anyone outside of my, really my wife, um, and uh, one or two friends about Druidry. And there were maybe 25 or 30 people in the room, and I gave this presentation, and it was just, 
it started me on this journey to want to do this podcast, to share all this information with you. And I felt like that presentation was like an hour and it was very, you know, I had notes and I was reading and, you know, I had to follow the script because I wasn't comfortable. But after doing this podcast, it's just brought Druidry to such a deeper um, meaning and deeper spiritual, emotional feeling to me. And, you know, I, I don't know how many hours I've gotten into this podcast but I felt like that hour was not enough. Like there's so much wonderful information I want to share with other people. And that's what led me to developing this podcast. And I'm actually, um, at my podcast notes, I, I went back and rearranged them and I've rewritten them and I've made this into a book. So I'm actually going to, um, it's, it's right around 250 pages right now. So I'm, I'm actually going to turn this whole podcast into a book as well. So I'm excited about that. So it's like, if you if you if you get stuck just intellectualizing things, that's kind of just where you'll stay. It'll just be like in your mind. But if you start living it, maybe it's maybe for you it's painting uh, and demonstrating, you know, sharing painting, artwork or blacksmithing or woodworking or you know gardening or whatever it can be, uh, songwriting, um, whatever it is that you like to do, you know, get out there and share it and. And, and, and bring your druidry to life. Make it, make it real rather than just in your mind. And however you feel when you start it, you're going to, you know, when you start this process, whether it's, you know, lighting a candle and having a meditation or doing, doing an individual ceremony on one of the holidays on the wheel of the year, it's, at first it will feel very awkward. It will feel very uncomfortable. Um, if you've not been doing this type of thing and you may feel like other people are judging you, you know, if you tell your partner or your kids or your family, you know, I, I need, I'm going to go in my room and, and, and I need about, you know, 30 minutes alone and, you know, people are going to be inquisitive. Well, what are you doing? What's going on? You know, and because if you, if you go to just try to do it quietly without telling anyone, if you live with other people, you know, they, they may come in and interrupt you and it may you know, and then you kind of might feel embarrassed and, and you're like, Oh, I can't do this because uh, you know, they interrupted me and I'm embarrassed about it. And, but you know, own your practice and, and don't have shame in what you're doing, whatever that looks like. Just, you know, I've talked about it before, as long as you're not hurting anyone else, do what it is that you want to do that helps to bring you deeper spiritual happiness and connection to the universe. And you're going to hit these roadblocks where you feel uncomfortable, but the important thing is to just keep going. And the more you do these things where you feel uncomfortable, the more comfortable you will become with them. And you can keep expanding and growing your, your practice. So again, just on a day-to-day basis, we can look at, at things like just reading and, and exploring different information about different druid paths and organizations. Um, you know, when you're outside, pay attention to the sun and the moon and the weather and the animals, you know, Notice the transition between the seasons. Look at everything around you. See if you can notice the different elements within everything and how they're interacting together, you know, outside of you and inside of you. Try to see this interconnectedness and the relationship of everything. You know, look back at mythology, um, different different stories and, and references about different deities and, and you know, cultural practices and environmental and and plant care and animal care practices you know what would you like to include in your practice what's what really connects to you and 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 clicks in you and you think oh wow i think i might like to try that so that might be something that you want to look into and explore if it piques your interest 
and and also you know on a day-to-day basis just try to be present try to be try to be present in the present moment and we've talked about this you know rather than regretting the past or worrying about the future be in the here and in the now and pay attention to the things that are around you you know even even in an office uh, setting or something like that you can look at the things in that room and you can you can look at where they came from in nature and what what components it took to build these things and where they came from and you can think about the earth and how the earth was impacted to make these things and you know one of the things I used to really get stressed about when I was in the hospitals they used styrofoam cups and you know we took care of six patients a day and however many drinks I had to get for people each time I'm getting styrofoam cup and that's just one person with you know a few patients and there are hundreds of patients in in this one hospital you know and then this entire hospital system uses the same styrofoam cups so you know every time I would do this I would I would feel a little a little discomfort you know and it's it's just a simple thing like it, we wouldn't even think about it like oh I gotta you know I'm gonna get this drink for this person and so you go get them a cup of water <clears throat> but it became like a it was a way for me to kind of apologize to the earth and I'm sorry I'm doing this and you know I understand the, the destruction that this is going to cause and blah 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 so you can connect to druidry in the in the most seemingly mundane locations and actions in your life and you can really be connected to the earth and be present in that moment you know but we also at the same time want to be aware of the past and the future we can learn from the past and we can also plan for the future and and make decisions today that will help lead to a better outcome in the future for the environment and for the earth and the people around us so however you choose to work with your druidry Whatever path you take in the future, I really hope that this podcast has been helpful for you so far. Um, I do have some more episodes planned, um, mostly about the the wheel of the year. I hope to get some interviews in, that kind of thing. Um, There may be some other subjects that come up um, that I haven't covered yet, Um, but I've I've gone over and over my, my list and table of contents multiple times, and I feel like there are some things that I could talk about, but I've covered this is really just meant to be introductory. And I feel like this has been a really good introduction for someone that is just interested in Druidry. And I hope it's been helpful for you. So, you know, again, this, as I stated in the beginning, this is not meant to be a, a very comprehensive guide of Druidry. And it's not going really in depth about, I mean, there are so many deities and so many different practices and so many, so much more historical stuff about Druidry that I just, I, I could cover it all, but it would just take years. And, and perhaps I will do that one day, but this is meant to be introductory. Um, you know, just some basic information and guidance. Um, again, much like what I was looking for when I came into Druidry, but I couldn't find anywhere. So that's why I did this podcast, and that's why I'm converting it into a book to, to help the beginner and just to give them some basic information to start them on their journey. So I would just encourage you, take these tools Use them in your daily practice and experiment. See what works for you. See what clicks for you. See what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. You know, explore other deities. Explore other pagan practices if you're interested. And again, we talked about, you know, you can also be a Christian druid or a Hindu druid or, you know, whatever. See how you can incorporate druidry into your own spiritual practice if you are, you know, part of another religion. Explore other ideas and religions and spiritual practices and see what calls to your soul. Um, bring, bring the tools of 
this Druid practice into your life in any way that you feel will help you on your journey. You know, make them a part of your daily life. So I want to thank you for listening so far. I have thoroughly enjoyed putting this podcast together, and I hope that it's been very helpful, and I wish you all the best in the future. Uh, There will be more episodes to come, Um, again, mostly about the Wheel of the Year and some interviews and maybe some other subjects that come up. Uh, But this is kind of the end of the, the, the formal introduction to Druidry. So thank you so much for listening, and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for joining in at the Druid's Grove. I thoroughly enjoyed sharing this time and information with you. I hope you learned something and are inspired to build a connection to the earth and the world around you. If you liked what was shared, please feel free to give back at Buy Me a Coffee. Join me on Substack, where I have transcripts, or listen on YouTube, and find the group on social media. For more information, check the show notes. I'll see you in the Grove. Until next time.